turn in our Bibles to Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. We're talking about the gift of, the force of, the effect of, and the fruits of righteousness. Now, I want to spend a little while this morning talking to you about the fruits of righteousness. Amen. If you have Philippians chapter 1, say, I have it. Now, notice this with me. In Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. Praise the Lord. Are you here? It's actually verses 9 through 11. Excuse me. Amen. He says, And this I pray that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. Now notice this phrase, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Notice with me this phrase, filled with the fruits of righteousness. Did you know that righteousness has some fruit? I looked up the word fruit, and I was very, very blessed by what I saw. The word fruit means to have an effect. It means to have a work. But also, the word fruit means an advantage or profit. Think about that. An advantage or profit. And I looked at the word advantage, and advantage means a circumstance that puts one in a favorable or a superior position. And this phrase came up in my spirit. Our spiritual condition has put us in a favorable position. Say it with me. My spiritual condition has placed me in a favorable position. And looking up the word favor from Webster's Dictionary from 1828, one of the definitions for favor is an advantage for success. We could call it the believer's position, the believer's advantage. One of the fruits of righteousness, not the only one, is to give you an advantage for success. One person said it this way. Favor, everyone shout favor. Favor Favor is to support, to endorse, to assist, to make easier, to provide with advantages, and to show special privileges. The favor of God gives us an advantage in life. And God's favor in your life is not based on your performance. It cannot be bought It cannot be earned. Here's what the result of favor is. It's God's super coming on your natural. And when his super comes on your natural, the supernatural takes place. Amen. Anybody interested in that? I'm interested in his super coming on my natural every day of my life. Now notice with me over in the book of Psalms and the fifth chapter... And we notice in verse 12, Psalms 5, verse 12. It says here, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Notice that phrase. He will bless the who? 
he, that's you, right? Yeah. Say it with me, that's me. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with, with grief, with sickness and disease. He's going to bless the righteous with lack. No, he's going to bless the righteous with what? With favor. And it says, you will compass him about as with a shield. Now, I like what the Amplified says. It says this, You will surround him with goodwill, pleasure, and favor. Amen. Amen. What this favor does, it encompasses you about as with a shield. And including in the favor of God is preservation and protection and things that you need to live out your life victoriously. Thank God for the favor of God. Now here's another truth that I want you to see. Where it says, For thou wilt bless the righteous with favor. Notice those two words, blessing and favor. The blessing of God and the favor of God go hand in hand. You can't separate one from the other. When you have the blessing of God, you also have the favor of God. Amen. Now notice with me in Galatians, the third chapter, you're going to get the cliff notes this morning, but they're good cliff notes. Galatians, the third chapter, in verse 13 and 14, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing... That the blessing, not the cursing, he took the curse so that you could receive the blessing. That the blessing might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Through faith. The promise of the Spirit, what promise is that? The promise that God made to Abraham. Now drop down to verse 29. It says, and if you be Christ, do you all belong to Christ? Is Christ in you the hope of glory? So since you be Christ, then are you what? You are Abraham's seed and you are an heir according to the promise. Well, let's take a look at the promise. If we're heirs and the blessing belongs to us, let's just take a quick look at part of that promise. Go with me to Genesis chapter 12. And notice with me in verses 1 through 3. Genesis, the 12th chapter. And verses 1 through 3. Now, I'm going to read this from the Amplified Version, if you don't mind. And I don't think you do. It says, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, Go for yourself for your own what? For your own advantage. Favor is an advantage for success. God is showing up and he's saying to Abram, You need to go somewhere. You need to go somewhere. I'm sending you somewhere. And where I'm sending you will bring a great advantage into your life. Amen? Amen. And he says, go away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house to the land that I will what? This came up in my heart as I was studying. No go, no show. If Abraham had not gone, he would not have seen... What God had for him. 
If Abram had stayed home, he would not be the father of a multitude. If Abraham lived by what he felt, he lived by what he saw, he would have stayed put. See, many people want to see it first, and then they'll obey. Lord, show me what it is. Show me what it is. That is a contradiction to how God functions. You see, the Word of God says we walk by faith and not by sight. Obedience takes a step of faith. So Abram stepped out, not really knowing where he was going. And when he stepped out, he saw when he needed to see. Come on, how many of you can testify that that's worked for your life many, many times? Woo, glory to God. You may not have understood. You may not have been able to figure out in your noodle. But you said, Lord, I'm going to obey your word. And I'm going to step out in faith. And as a result, he showed you what you need to see. And you're reaping the benefits of it today. And if you haven't been there yet, you'll get there sooner or later. If they obey and serve me, they shall spend their years in in pleasure and their days in prosperity. Amen. Amen. Now notice with me. Over here in Genesis chapter 12, going on, he says, And I will show you. Notice with me in verse 2. Did you wear your shouting clothes today? Glory to God. And I will make of you a weak, anemic nation. No, he says, I'm a great God, and I'm going to make of you a a great nation. Aren't you glad we're part of that holy nation? We're a peculiar people. We're a purchased possession. We're a part of that great nation. And he said, I will bless you. Here it is. The blessing and favor. With abundant increase of favors. And you make your name famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing. I didn't get a big enough amen on that. Well, brother, I want to be blessed. But I don't know about all this being a blessing. And that's why you're in the position you're in right now. Because all you want is the blessing, the blessing. Bless me, my son John, us four and no more. No, this blessing is for you and I to be blessed and then be a blessing dispensing good to other people. And I know that I'm preaching good right now. So the blessing then is an empowerment for you and I to prosper. The blessing is an empowerment for you and I to succeed in life. But listen to this. The blessing is an empowerment to prosper and favor produces opportunities to make it happen. Here's what the Lord showed me this morning. That many of my people are blessed. All of my people are blessed, but they're not walking in the blessing. And here's the one reason why that that, that he made clear to me. One reason why is they're not appropriating the favor that the blessing brings. Listen, folks, favor does not drop on you automatically. It belongs to you. But the implementation of that revelation will only bring manifestation if you appropriate it. What are you talking about? Appropriating the blessing of God. Well, we're going to talk about that. We must believe for favor. 
A lot of mornings I'll wake up and I'll say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and I have favor with God and man. He said he'd bless the righteous with favor. We must believe for it. Expect it. And declare the favor of God. And when you get favor in seemingly just a, maybe just a minor area of your life, you need to declare that's the favor of God. And I give you glory and I give you praise for it. I wonder, did anyone see God's favor in operation for him last week? What about the rest of you? You know what that tells me? You're not believing. You're not proclaiming it. We should have favor and blessing manifesting every day of our life. Stop looking for the big things and rejoice in the fact that your pancakes were hot and your syrup was hot. And the butter that came to your table at Denny's was soft enough for you to toast, put on your toast. That's the favor of God. Stop thinking that it's got to be this huge, gigantic thing. God's favor will show up in every area of your life if you'll be conscious of it. Expect it and declare it. The boys tease mom about having parking favor. But I tell you, when we pull up to a mall, parking favor is there. She talks about favor going into Macy's. Oh, favor, favor, favor. Sales, sales, sales. She'll come home with outfits for about a tenth of the price. I'm telling you, God's favor is for you. It gives you an advantage. You have a spiritual condition that puts you in a favorable position. Shout it in the morning. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I have favor with God and man. The favor of God is upon me and it opens doors that no man can shut. Favor, favor, favor. The favor of God. The favor of God. Manifesting in your life. Opening doors that no man can shut. Causing real estate to come to you. Causing good deals and better deals to come your way. Yeah, but the market, the market, the market, the market, the market, the market. Yeah, but God, 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 God. Never factor God out of your economic situation. We are not subject to the times in which we are living. We are subject to the kingdom of God and the word of God. And if we have our priorities right, we will seek first his kingdom and all these things shall be added unto us. So the favor of God affords us divine connections and opportunities. I looked up the word opportunities. It means an appropriate or favorable time or occasion. A situation or condition favorable for the attainment of a goal. An opportunity is a good position or prospect as for advancement or success. God has divine setups and divine appointments for you. Let me say it this way. Our God is supernatural. 
So I'm not going to live in the natural. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do my natural things that I need to do. But what I'm saying, I'm not going to look at life through a natural lens. I'm going to look at life through a supernatural lens. Well, how do you look at life through a supernatural lens? Get in the Word. The Word is supernatural. And the Word will give you vision, enabling you to see what you couldn't see before, enabling you to do what you could never have done before. God's Word is forever settled in heaven, so establish it in your heart and move on with the kingdom of God. Favor. Supernatural setups. And divine appointments. We're sitting in a supernatural setup right here. We're worshiping God today in a divine appointment. I don't believe that this property was ever meant to be a movie theater. This property was laid aside and set aside for the advancement of the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are sitting in a miracle. And I'll never take it lightly. I'll never take it for granted. We are positioned for harvest, saints. We're positioned for greater glory. So I said, well, why hadn't it happened yet? Get rid of that and start expecting it's happening now. Days of heaven on earth now. You're sitting in a miracle. Oh, hallelujah. All of you have testimonies. Oh, come on, guys. Look. 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 Look what the Lord has done. Oh, look. Look what the Lord has done. It starts by looking into the perfect law of liberty. You see it in the Word. You implement it. And then you start seeing it in your life. And on every occasion when the devil comes to batter you with his thoughts of defeat and failure, you can just say, now, Mr. Devil, I just want to talk to you about what the Lord has already done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He caused my mind to be renewed. He changed my life. He's changed your life. Look what he's already done. Glory to God. Look and sing. Look and rejoice. Look and run. Glory to God. He has done great things. And He's not finished yet. He's not finished yet. He's not done yet. Glory to God. He's working. He's working. He's working. He's working. He's working. He is working in our lives. He's working in your family. He's working in our nation. He's not done yet. Glory to God. Look what the Lord has done. Feast on what He's already done. And it will position you for even greater and even more. For thanksgiving and gratitude is the door for more. Don't let religion talk you out of it. Well, I don't think you ought to have this. I don't think you ought to have that. They're just jealous of who you are and what you have. Don't let religion hoodwink you. You're a child of the king. You're a king's kid. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. You're an... Ooh, I'm preaching now. 
You're an heir of God and a joint heirs. Supernatural setups and divine appointments. Three things you need to do so they don't pass you by. Number one, stop. What do you mean stop? To cease God-given opportunities, we need to stop and wait on God. And all of us need time to take the time to pray. We must not allow ourselves to get too busy for a divine appointment and for a supernatural setup. Stop. Park. Be still. And know that God is God. Stop and be still and know that God's got great things. Well, this thing didn't work out and that thing didn't work out. We serve a God that's greater than that. Don't let the fact that you stubbed your toe and you have missed the mark to keep you down. He is the glory. He is the lifter up of your head. And He is the restorer. So stop. And stop it. Stop living in the past. Number two, look. Stop, look, don't be passive. Be expectant. Keep your spiritual antennas up. Look on the inside. Check up down in your heart where he lives. And ask yourself what John Osteen used to say, what signals are you picking up in your spirit? Stop, look, and then third is listen. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 1 through verse 4, it says this, Oh, I know, I have been rash to talk out plainly this way to God. I will in my thinking stand upon my post of observation. And I will, this is this, and station myself on the tower of your fortress. And I will watch to see what he will say within me. And what answer I will make as his mouthpiece to the perplexities of my complaint against him. Watch, listen, look, stop. How I many you know sometimes we've got to tune in or tune some things out so we can tune in? Yes, Pastor Nancy did a tremendous job a couple Wednesday nights ago. Weapons of mass distraction. It's a word from heaven. The devil deals in weapons of mass distraction. But God deals in weapons of our welfare that brings mass destruction to his mass distractions. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's the name. It's the blood. It's the word. And it is the power of the Holy Ghost. So get aside. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. In Proverbs 19, 12, it says, The king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion, but his favor is as upon us as dew upon the grass. How many of you know that dew can be light or dew can be heavy, resulting in fog? Brenda and I got away for her birthday. She took me to Pismo Beach, one of our favorite places. We had a beautiful room with a balcony, oceanfront, overlooking the ocean. But we woke up one morning, we couldn't see the ocean. Because there was heavy fog. And I believe this. 
that fog could very well stand for, in the context that we're talking about, fog could stand for heavy favor of God in your life. Let it rain, Lord. And so, what am I saying? He wants to bring all of us up. He wants to bring Pastor Mark up. He wants to bring Jimmy Richardson up. He wants to bring George up. He wants to bring all of us up. All of us. Brian up. All of us. He wants to bring us all up to a greater degree of His favor. Now look at John chapter 1, verse 14. This verse is so good. Tony shared it the other night, but I want you to take a look at it. Notice this. It says in John 1, 16. I said 14, but John 1, 16 in the Amplified. Ready, read. For out of His fullness, abundance, we have all received, all had a share, and were supplied with one grace after another, and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. (laughs) Notice this. Favor upon favor, blessing upon blessing, and gift heaped upon gift. Do we have any candidates for that in the house? This would be a good thing to confess over your life. Say it with me, favor upon favor. Layers of favor. Greater dew. Greater fog. Taking place in my life. Praise God. I'm looking at Richie back there in the sound. Just got a huge promotion on his job. Amen. His hands are raised. He's got a big smile on his face. A huge promotion. Somebody said, well, my promotion hadn't happened yet. It could be because you haven't rejoiced with the riches of life. I'm not saying that. I just said it could be. Because here's what the Bible says. The Bible says we need to rejoice with those who rejoice. And we sure enough need to weep with those that weep. But getting happy and rejoicing about another person's favor ought to be an automatic response from a spirit-filled believer. We ought to be glad and not sad. Well, I wonder why God need to get rid of that. You need to stop it. Get on the dance floor. Well, I don't feel like dancing over Rich's success. We'll dance anyway. And it won't be long before we'll be dancing over your success. You understand what's saying here today? The favor of God. The favor of God. The goodness of God. Listen, God's got so many different ways that He can bring you to your wealthy place. It would cause your head to spin. He's got so much. So much in store. Put your hand over your heart and say, He has so much in store for my life. I like this verse in Psalm 30, verse 5. It says, His anger is but for a moment. Aren't you glad? But what is for a lifetime? His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may endure for a night, but what comes in the morning? Joy comes in the morning. Amen.
Glory to God. There is no way that you are where you are today without the hand of God being on you. It's not your education. It's certainly in your good looks. That was a joke. Ha, ha, ha. There's no way. There's no way in the natural. But Jesus said, I am Yahweh. And I am the way. God has brought you so far. And he's about to bring you further. Hallelujah. We're going further. We're going on. We're going up. It's going to get us into places that we could never get in by ourselves. It's going to bring abundance in our lives we couldn't figure out. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a financial inversion taking place. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Somebody says, well, I wish I could believe that. Well, it's in the Bible. Believe it. Receive it. Now, you don't go after the sinner for their wealth. You go after the sinner to get them into the kingdom of God. But there's nothing wrong once they get in the kingdom of God for them to bring their tithes and offerings into the house of the Lord. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. And you are the just. Psalm 44 verse 3 says this. They got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou had a favor unto them. The favor of God on our life enables us to win battles that are impossible for us to win in our own strength. Favor produces battles won by which you won't even fight because God will fight them for you. Hallelujah. And in closing, I think, favor is something that you and I don't deserve. Yet we can receive. Favor is not something we're entitled to, but something we can expect. We have favor, not because we're good, but because God is good. Say with me, God is good. God is good to me all the time. And all the time, God is good. All the time. And all the time, God is good. He's good in the morning. He's good at noon. He's good all day long. He's good at the doctor's office. He's good when a bad report comes in. In spite of it all, we will declare the mercies of God and the goodness of God. Surely goodness and mercy are following me. Come on, fill in the rest. All. Not half the days, but all. All. All the days of my life. (laughs) And so since we have favor, let me just remind you, it's not just for you. We can give our time for the cause of Christ. We can give our treasure for the advancement of the kingdom of God.
Amen? Amen. And we can give of our talent. So, if you have favor, remember it's not just for you. He gives you favor so that it might flow through you. Say with me, the favor of God God. is flowing through my life. life. This week, this this day, this this year, year. every day favor, I receive. And every day favor is flowing through me. Practice it. Show favor to people you don't even know. Be kind out there. Oh, they love to see me coming at the car wash. I'll tell you that right now. They ought to love to see you coming at Denny's. Now, oh, here comes old bad news again. Last time he left a 50 cent tip. Be kind. Put yourself in other people's place. And treat others and speak to others the way you'd want to be treated. And spoken to. You have no idea what kind of hell people are going through. You don't know what's happening in their lives. But your presence... And the grace in you and on you and the favor of God flowing through you, it can literally change that person's day. And you're going to find there will be times that you'll be asked this question. Why are you so happy? Right? Why are you so full of peace? What is that? That's an opportunity. That's an occasion for a favorable communication. Hallelujah. Oh, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, be like Jesus. Help us, Lord, to treat one another with dignity. Husbands, treat your wife as royalty. Remember, that's his daughter you're talking to. Remember, That's his daughter you're putting down. Boy, that'll brighten your day up. (laughs) But that will change your perspective to not only see your wife and to see your husband the way that God does, but how about seeing others that we don't even know the way God sees them. Listen, God sees every person outside of these walls that's not saved as potential harvest. Amen. Amen. 
When God looks at the sinner, He doesn't look at the sin. He looks at the blood that His Son, his son shed that the sinner might turn to Him. And you need to get rid of all the yeah buts. Yeah, but they said this and they did that. And blah, 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 blah. What good is that doing you? That is just a waste of spiritual energy. It's much easier to pray in the Spirit. Well, last week we ended by running and shouting and dancing. But I think this week it might be just good for us to make a commitment. And just to consecrate ourselves. The Holy Ghost moving at the first part of this service about where we're at right now. I think it's good for us to consecrate and to commit to the will of God. Sometimes in church, in other settings, I've had to make some adjustments. Anybody ever had to make adjustment when you got home in the afternoon? You fell across the bed and said, oh, Jesus, forgive me. All of us have. But it's never to put us down. It's always for our benefit. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all stand up right now. Glory to God. Remember this. Your spiritual condition puts you and places you in a favorable condition. Say this with me. The favor of God is rooted in the grace of God. And so this morning, I take my faith and I release and I access what grace contains. The fruit of righteousness.